Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Heard around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name is Blue, alongside is Mr. Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show, at least in this building. That's for sure, in this building. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know, it's still questionable now that there's it's other shows in here. <laughs> there's other shows in here now. Just, Damn it! Thank yes. you guys for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world. Yes. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis, with so many great articles and blogs on the website for you to read and check, take a look at. Call us up anytime, 1-800-420-1980. And check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. My yes. brother right here, Blue, is at the number one, Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52 Go ahead and check us out there. And y'all know what time it is, right? Dime time! That's right. Think higher with Dime Industries. Find them in California, Arizona, and Oklahoma. Check out the website, dimeindustries.com, or on IG, dime.industries. Our guest today, all the way from the Triangle. Yay! I mean... You know, we talk about it, Blue, like the humble this, the humble that. We, we always give praise and worship to where the best weed comes from. Yes, period. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The best yes. cannabis. You got to believe it. I'm from the Bay Area, folks, born and raised in San Jose. And when I got a hold of some humble, you just knew what it was. And mm. it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have Nate Pennington, the founder and CEO of Humboldt Seed Company, where they do strain development and seed production. Now, Nate has been breeding cannabis and working to restore rivers and salmon populations in Humboldt County for over 20 years, which is a nice little thing that he's done that his daughter pointed out for us and let us know about what his, his, he's doing to society, which I love. You know, is he doing all, it to society? Well, he, yes, because he's helping society, right? Because when I read that, it was such an obscure fact of your life that I was really impressed and happy to hear something like that because we're going to touch on that when we start talking to you uh, a little bit about that. And as he's been doing that for over 20 years, we also have his daughter, the young and beautiful, talented Haley Pennington. Pennington, (laughs) The product executive at Humboldt Seed Company. She's been involved in all facets of the business since the beginning, learning about breeding seeds from her father. She now helps to identify the strains of the future, I'm sure this is going to be so interesting to hear how yeah. this happened. Wow. Check out their website, you guys, HumboldtSeedCompany.com. That's H-U-M-B-O-L-D-T. 
S-E-E-D-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com on Instagram, The Humboldt Seed Company, right there. Give it up for him, you guys. Yeah. The right. Penningtons are in the building. All right. Yes. I mean... Let alone the last name, Pennington. It just has this uh, royal feel. Exactly. Thank you. Pennington's. You yeah. stand up like that. Exactly. They, you, 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 you did exactly what I felt in my Pennington. head. The Penningtons. It feels like that one TV show that's on Netflix. Um, the Penningtons. Uh, is it The Penningtons? It might even be The Penningtons, but I feel Shit, like you know, we need to be I heard about that. dressed yeah. in all royalty and all this and that. But welcome, you guys. And, and you know, we say this We're like with Harry all the respect. And, uh, like, we believe... And, and Blue and I have said this to, to many, many times, guests. Many times. And, and everybody listening to this show that, you know, Humboldt is, is where the true best comes from. And you guys are out there pushing out seeds for people to grow the best. So, Nate, how did you come up with this company? How did you find this? I mean, the best weed's grown around you. Now you say, I'm going to do seeds out there. Well, let's do this. Let me just dive in real quick, Joe, because I want to jump in and just say, where does it start, right? Because you know, I we we know offline, right? That it's it's a family thing. You you you've been in the the um, the woods, if you will, of humble yeah, yeah. doing what you do. <laughs> Where does that all start from? Well, so I, I moved out here. So Hallie and and Nat and we moved out to Humboldt in not well, Haley. I moved out. Not Haley and Hallie. Nate. Not Haley and Nate. I told you. I was it's like, Nat. I was like, you'll say Nate it. a few times yeah. at least. That's why I was like, Nat, Nat, <laughs> Nat. 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 Nats, I need the Nats to come out. Nats. Like Halle Berry? Yeah, like Halle like Berry. Get closer yeah, to the mic, not, Hallie. Ha- not Haley, but you got to grab the mics. She I, was, keep, I keep telling him that uh, we need a Halle's Berry strain. Yes. You he know said, what? He said he was too worried that we'd get sued. No, our, our, no, trade it's a name. Our, our attorneys were like, she'll come after your ass. And, and I mean, I don't know. Nothing Spell against Halle Berry. with an I instead of a Y or something. That's I said that, too, and, and they were like, nah, it's not a good idea. And I didn't really believe them. And then they came back to me, and my other one I wanted to name a strain. But John. your daughter's name is Hallie, though, know, so it, it'll right? actually so be fine. Yeah, if you yeah. name it Hallie, and it's a Barry Strand, yeah, and it's Hallie Barry, you would think we have some of the best attorneys. Like, tell them stop being afraid. Intellectual property attorneys in the country for weed, and they're fucking smart. And we actually got. Well, we didn't quite get sued, but we got cease and desisted by Hershey's recently for something. And so we've kind of learned that you got to be actually pretty cautious and pretty on it. Because you put all this energy into, like, we we had this strain. It was, I named it Jelly Rancher. And it was literally, I had nice. a picture of, like, a, a rancher looking over at the neighbor's big-ass, beautiful weed plant. And he was jealous, so it was, like, this play on. I love it. It was obviously a That's play a on one. Jolly Rancher, too. But they, they, they uh, Hershey's was on us like that. Did, they were did, like, did, did, did uh, Jolly Rancher send anything to you? Her, well, that's Hershey's Blue. That's yeah. Oh, that's Hershey's. Okay. Welcome to the show. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know they yeah. were together. I didn't know they no, were dating. I'm taking your fat card away because Hershey you have no idea who the, deck, the, candy the companies are. Yeah. All yeah the my candy. fat card's gone. It, it kind of hurt because yeah. I grew up going Hershey's. to Hershey Park. Like I grew up like yeah. Hershey, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It was near. You gotta grab the mic. They yeah, we yeah. won't even hear you back there. Sorry. That's all right. Put it in your lap. Yeah. Just grab it. Hold it. There it is. Oh, That's a that. cool look. It's a good look. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. we go. Yeah. You're rocking the mic. Yeah. We're going to be rapping yeah. anyway. Okay. So I feel like one of you guys. Yeah, yeah. as you should. Yeah. So, yeah. so break down the I'll story. i the uptight one. But anyway, um, so yeah, I, you know, back to Hershey. And I grew up in New York and Philadelphia. 
But I moved to Humboldt when I was 18 years old. So I kind of just beelined it out here. Why? It wasn't, well, like, weed was a part of it, but it wasn't 100% that. It was just, like, I needed to get out of metropolitan, you know, Lifestyle. city, East Coast. It was just pretty Cold, crazy Cold, brotherly there. loves, not too brotherly love there. <laughs> I, I mean, New York's was wild, and I would, probably would have ended up gotten getting in trouble. And, yeah. And Philly was even kind of more wild in a way. And so just kind of had to do it and ended up out in Humboldt, fell in love with the place. And, you know, the rest is history, of course. But um, back to like the whole science thing, I did get involved with doing salmon research and really ended up self-educating for the most part. I wrote grants for a nonprofit group for four or five years um one of the crowning achievements of that grant writing i mean it's actually nine years and i ran yeah. a whole program but um i ended <laughs> up getting yourself. <laughs> i ended up getting funded to do a genetics research study with a group of prof- professors really and so we did it's i, I kind of quickly got into <laughs> into dog. genomics <laughs> and population like, yeah, genomics and so all oh. the cannabis stuff that i do <laughs> kind of it's it's all super you know it's science it's like really science mixed with kind of being like the sommelier or the was that your like passion growing up were you like a did you come out here at 18 and went to college and became this so biology a, type major i was major? a hippie you know what i mean like i i liked fucking dr dre and snoop also liked the grateful dead a little bit yeah. and it was like that was the i think we all did that was you how know? i rolled and so we had it here. was kind of natural if you were in humble, the culture was to grow herb and not just like stockpile loads of cash. Like I think some people kind of assume that that was what was happening, but in some cases maybe, but a lot of the time people were really just giving back to the community and being really involved with the community. So there was a really, uh, you know, philanthropy, you know, a type of circular community community with weed and, and like my wife works in an environmental group still. And she has stories about how, you know, growers would come down off the hill and they didn't even want to be identified. They'd pop into the, um, she worked where, you know, they did the Julia Butterfly, like Save the Redwood thing. That kind of got pretty famous for a while. And Woody Harrelson, you know, remember when he locked himself to the Golden Gate Bridge to stop logging and stuff like that. So that was her. 90s, right? Yeah, Yeah. late 90s. That was her organization. And Hallie's mom, too. That's kind of how Hallie's mom and I met. Yeah, I was going to say, you kind of glossed over the we, part where you We didn't last that long. <laughs> we knocked up mother and had you. Knocked yeah. up the mom. I, I, like to, I like to, you know, I take a little credit for the whole fruition of uh, his path into cannabis and the seed company because at the end of the day, I don't think he was <coughs> quite as worried about money until, you know. I came along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never really did it so much for the money, which is why, like, I also was breeding the seeds for out of the, you know, like, loving it. Just, like, so interesting for me to do that and have that deeper layer in with the weed than just, you know, let me grow. It wasn't about the money. A million pounds of OG yeah. Kush. And, and don't get me wrong, was, I love fucking <laughs> smoking money. OG Kush and growing oh, OG Kush and all too. that. But, <laughs> but, um, to me, it was really boring to just always have the same thing and, and not be in control of that. So, And also part of it was just so that I had something for sure to grow with the next year. Because like Hallie said, she was 
zero and one and two and um got serious there was no such thing as a cannabis nursery there was you know seeds were like you sent money to obscure place in canada or you know with you know some of Hump, your famous or, uh, what was it uh uh, well, you said it earlier today. God, I, uh, it's on the tip of Amsterdam. My you could get them from Amsterdam, right? Sure, seeds you could get back them from the Sensi Seeds. And, yeah. Um, God, it was the guy in in uh, BC, too. I don't know why I can't remember his name, but Neville was one yeah. of the guys back then. And But that wasn't – you never knew when customers was going to grab it or whatever. So, to me, it was just like I'm going to make my own seeds so I have the best of, you know, the – always just take the best of what came out of the last year and, and make sure I bred with that. So, so how many years have you been carrying the seeds? Like, uh, you know, some of the seeds, you know, easily go back to 1997. Wow. I would say 98. And those were, uh, the first couple of years where I was really collecting genetics and chem dogs and coming mixing out. them. And, <laughs> And back then, I mean, strains didn't even always have, like, most of them didn't even have names, you know? They yeah. were like... Just weed. This is the, <laughs> the seeds that came from, you know, this river watershed, you know, this part of Cali or this part of southern Oregon or whatever. You know, I feel like you get, you and your daughter have a, a great relationship. It's good to see, right? <laughs> at least it seems like today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least at this moment, <laughs> we're, right we're now. Good day today, T- today so. you're having a good day, right? Well, that's... They know. didn't fly in together, so it's a great day. Well, how, how, how old are you, Haley? <laughs> 22. 23. 23. Okay. Wow. So, yeah, you're still, you got a little ways to go. Yeah. Um, but, but at, at, you know, 17, it's just, it's a harder to deal with the kids, right? I feel like because they're 16, 17, 18, they're, they, they know everything. She was a dream child from, you know, zero to when she was 13. born until she was 13. And yeah. then she and was, then like, was a total nightmare. an alien yeah. Yeah, when yeah. she was 13. To, but it was all good. You know, like, we worked through it. And, you know, to get her out of bed to go to school sometimes it was just like grab her by the ankles and <laughs> yeah you have out. to go to class yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i may be a, a daddy's girl but you know he definitely was never too easy on me i there was quite a lot of days where he was like you better get your butt up and go to school little girl yeah you get your butt so, i mean and you look back at it like, well, that's what you gotta that's do you gotta yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and honestly yeah and i mean i'm at this point i'm very grateful that you know of course he was Strict on you. Aware yeah. that I needed to stay in check, even if I smoked a little weed here and there. Yeah. And whatever it was, uh, you know, he made sure that I stayed on my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Weed's so, always the least. I, I would hope that it's like the least of a parent's concerns <laughs> in this modern time that we live in, because fuck, there's so many things out there that are just obviously. I, I'm preaching to the choir right yeah. now. Well, you know, like, it, it, it's funny, but but you're not to, to the rest of people listening. I mean, to us, you know, we we I, we understand it, you know, and I've been through a lot of it, and and it's a family thing. And, and one of the things that you and we were talking about off off air was, you know, that that magical plant or that what would you call it, the magic plant from yeah. school, you know, whatever. The special and secret plant. The that secret we all plant. Have. <laughs> yeah, the secret plant that people would talk about at school, and and you know, it's it's one of those things I think that that if you come from a family that that w- it, where cannabis was not illegal in your home as a child you know you, you it, well in today's day and age maybe it's di- it's going to be different for sure but for us growing up it was like oh we have to you know hide this right it was like a whole thing but when i was able to get to a certain age i go to humble and i would 
I went out there to visit some friends, probably to pick up some cannabis, you know, some weed, whatever. I went out there. I'm going to go grab some, some pounds and bring them down. I, I would go up there, and at first it was like, I'm at my boy's house, and he's just like, oh, the master bedroom, full on grow, the garage, full on grow. <laughs> and then I'm like sitting at his house, and he's got the door open. I'm like, dude, your door's open, bro. Like, you know, like it's lit up. It's yeah. And then and I look across the street, and I'm like, shit, their house is lit up too, you know? And, and it's and, not even it, December. It was, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it, was like, it was like the whole freaking neighborhood was lit up, you know? And that, that community, like if you don't know, like if you've never spent time down there, in, in just Northern California in general, not – you know, everywhere, but like the little areas where they're growing, it's like a whole like thing. Like it's not even a big deal. It wasn't even a big deal in the nineties or the, maybe like nineties, but like 2000 or, you know, early two thousands or whatever, you know, it was kind of like, I felt like, damn, everybody here's growing weed, yeah. you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal until camp showed up and then we were all running and screaming into the bushes. <laughs> Correct. I think like one of my first memories, honestly, was like, telling telling my dad i think what was it that i heard a helicopter i don't even know what it was but i remember running into the field and i knew that i was supposed to warn them about like certain things maybe it was yeah. the someone coming down the road but either way either i just way. remember running over and i was probably like three or four and i booked it and i warned them and next thing you know they like were stashing plants in the bushes <coughs> and you know i'm pretty sure i might have saved the day i, I tried at least <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's got to be weird, Classic. you know, when, when you grew yeah. up that wow. way, especially with yeah. your children. And it's just part of like with Blue b being that way, too. But being in Humboldt, did you have a huge outside grow? Yeah. Yeah. Every single year for the last 30, pretty much close to 30 years now, we've had, I would say, we certainly haven't missed a year yeah, on breeding or on food. having a pretty big garden, you know. Farm, I the guess crazy thing to me at least was like yeah i mean it's not just weed that we grow he's always had a farm we've always been gardeners and yeah. so like at the end what of the, the day it kind of all blended together we would do you know a big crop of tomatoes yeah. corn we do it's you know he his classic favorite is the corn and garlic combo because you wow. can you can uh use the beds full year round basically i mean it's like yeah, the corn grow grows all summer and then we plant our garlic right before the winter yeah and then we pull that out right before we plant our corn again and so it's like a constant rotation would you guys there. sell that or just it eat was, that no it was just really all food. about it was all about feeding trimmers trim parties like and stuff yeah. really <laughs> corn yeah. and we're making some uh shepherd's pie again yeah. <laughs> we do we do a lot corn of the tomato cop. sauces uh, yeah, the endless corn on the cob all summer long. Setting up like the a, whole the team. The this is fun. You know, it kept it kind of like homey, too. That way it was, you know, not just like some random freaking here's another 10 DiGiorno's. You guys go at it. You know, they at least yeah. mix it up. We definitely had nights where it was 15 DiGiorno's. It <laughs> was DiGiorno's, too. Yeah, it was that, nice to mix too. it up and have uh, yeah. some home, home cooking. And, yeah, yeah no, I mean, we were always into cultivating things it's, it's pretty fun and when you have a space like that where you got a beautiful uh climate like we do in humble yeah you know you just got to do it it's like speaking to you you know it tells but you it's not a distraction it's a hobby and it helps you refine in a way your weed cultivation skills as well because you know it's you learn from the different plants things that you can see from how it affects them you wouldn't necessarily know 
it's affecting the weed, but it is, or whatever, stuff like that. You know, I, I want to hear about the first, like, horrible crop you had, like that one that was the mm. the very worst, worst one, right after this break. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Cali Effects, you guys. Cali Effects is full and broad spectrum hemp extracted products contains CBD, CBG, and some 1,300 other elements that are naturally derived substances from the hemp and the plant. Check out the tinctures, waters, topicals, and vape collections. Go fill the effects with Cali Effects, C A L Y F X.com. Blue was just asking about that horrible crop. Your daughter's going, I don't know if there was ever a horrible one. Yeah. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Now, but um, the worst devastating crop that I ever saw was this one that I had been growing for years. I carried her on a baby backpack to get to it. It was like 10 miles in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness. And uh, I knew that they had been buzzing around in the helicopters, but you don't know whether it's going to be there or not. And I went... It was crazy. I had, like, built this almost as, like, a tunnel. By the time I finished the whole thing, and I, I wasn't bringing her anymore, but because um, she was six or whatever. But <laughs> but when I first constructed it, it was – I ended up making this, like, long tunnel that you would kind of like that. It was, like, the deer and stuff wouldn't really naturally go in there because you had that and, like, critter. This is how, you know, when we all grew – uh, we called it gorilla style in the woods, you know, back yeah. then it was like, you had tricks like this, but, um, you couldn't see it. And when, and essentially I'm coming through my little trail and 
get around this corner and all I can see ahead of me is just this field of stumps. Oh. And I was just like, oh, they fucking got me. And yeah. it was, you know, my heart dropped, my stomach, and it was just like, oh, my God. And, and like, all I did was just turn and, book it. you know, booked it out. Because you weren't sure if they were still there waiting for you or something. I mean, it, or they they had these, like, little trail cams that they would like to use and stuff you like that. I always thought that there was trail cams. <laughs> trail <laughs> cams everywhere. They're going to see me. Like, my, my biggest fear Honestly, was to not be a part of... Your child's raising life. my child's life. That was like my hundred yeah. percent, like yeah. the, at the Respect. heart of. I was like, I love doing this. This is awesome. It's like helping me get by. I always had a normal job too, whatever you call that. But like the fish biology shit like that, you know, writing grants. But um, you know, cannabis cr- made opened many, many, many doors, and so. Well, as you did that, and, and, and you walked in there ten miles. Paint the picture for me where. A lot of the locals, I'm sure, all had those 10 mile in the forest, right? How would you guys distinguish, like, that's yours, this is mine, <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's mine too, motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, how, how would you guys break that down when you're 10 miles into the forest? Yeah, I mean, or that, 20 that, miles in. <laughs> that kind of stuff happened a lot, and it never happened to me, knock on wood, but, like, I heard a lot of friends, like, had. Especially, you know, remember when, um, was it Rio and Mateus and Mike found their dad's garden and like they thought that they were slick and they, they were like, we found some, you know, out of towners grow and we totally harvested all their flower. And, uh, four or five days later, their parents come back from the little hike in the woods and they're like, God damn it, somebody got our freaking crop and then they literally their own kids. <laughs> they got their had own kids. Gotten it. It wow. Like, but um and That's you know they weren't kids. Too. They were like 17, 18 at the time. But um anyway. They thought it was some they, and they were out there. They were really yeah. just scouting yeah. for the next year. Yeah. And um but yeah that kind of stuff happened. So how did you distinguish there was really no distinguishing and sometimes those kind of snafus happened. I just knew that Within my case, it was definitely camp because just the way that it was cut like that and the way that it was, um, I mean, the fact that they had been flying in the area recently. and Yeah, you knew, you knew it was, it was really cut. Yeah, so that the, the, the boys got it, you know. And yeah, I, it wasn't the it. locals that went in there or somebody else. And they would always hype it up to, that was really the big, only big one. For me, but um, they would hype it up, and and I felt like they majorly hyped it up because they would report, you know, oh, we got so so and so many pounds out of their plants or whatever. I was like, I knew how many plants there were there. There was not a thousand. Like, what do you? That was crazy. Yeah, there wasn't a thousand. It wasn't three thousand. It was all just for like the newspapers, you know. It's for. For the local paper propaganda to make it look worse than it is. For their budget for the next year. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. It's like You get a bigger budget next year to go out there and find more. I, I was just like, you know, they they weren't really ever going after people at, by that time too much also because it was the crossover of Proposition 215, which by then I had my medical and I was doing that. But it was just like, for me... There was also like this in investment in having these amazing 
places that were sort of like your special place that yeah. and so but you know it it didn't take long before it was just silly to try to do that anymore because we were legitimizing and that was kind of obvious and you know of the things that are nice that came out of cannabis being legal and and all that that's that's a big one it obviously is not having to you know worry duck and hide so much at all or at all really and um, the seed company the yeah, seed yeah. company right like how does how does that be become born and and you know where does someone get seeds and from you guys and how does that work right for for you um so i went down you know i had been breeding seeds forever uh you know after when hallie's mom and i weren't together i there was a girlfriend at the time i remember her specifically saying to me dude like every january february march there's people coming from all over humble all over the neighborhood and they're wanting to get your seeds they and you just you give them to them beers every time and too. and like all you ever do is say oh just bring a couple beers or you know bring <laughs> whatever bring some something to share and, and i'll share my seeds and she was like you you know, was stop just doing the, the beer yeah but she was like you got to sell these things like you're crazy what are you doing and um so yeah i went down to the to the local Humboldt County Courthouse and said, is there a Humboldt Seed Company in existence? And the lady looked through the database, she said, no. And I said, all right, well, I'm applying for a business license right now, and Let's go. Uh, that's that's what I am. And she said, well, what kind of stuff do you do? I was like, oh, vegetable seeds and all that kind <laughs> of seed. You yeah, know? every other seed. Because uh... it was way before anybody was branding anything humble with like a business name like a, a license you know a, getting a, a cannabis humble yeah. yeah yeah there was none no hey, you don't need that. a license for 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 seeds though right oh you need a normal a business, business license, license. Just but a just normal a yeah because it's just a seed like there's a, no THC seed, in yeah. the seeds do you yeah. guys carry any li like licensing grow licenses or anything oh yeah no we have well, nursery license we have state go ahead yeah. To make the seed, we have to obviously grow the plants, so it is a little bit of a like, you know, a conundrum That's there because Teddy. technically you could argue, yeah, our entire company could avoid the whole licensing thing, but at the same time, like, how are we going to get away with really operating our, the massive amount of breeding chambers we have going constantly and uh, not have a permit at that time? Right. So you carry if they licenses. Because showed up then, they would just, you know, it basically is like a regular grow. They're yeah. gonna, you know, they're gonna yeah. be like, "What are you guys doing?" Right, they're gonna so. bust you. So how many licenses do we have? Uh, too many. <laughs> Way too many. You guys have a lot of licenses. Huh? We have five in California. We have cultivation, cultivation, nursery, nursery, and a distribution license. Wow. But like, like Hallie said, you, like, you could do it without, but you couldn't do it very well. Is kind of our right. Opinion. You can't do it big. You can't. Yeah. You know, the reason that we have these licenses is because we can, you know, distribute seeds to a farm like, you know, uh, lately we've been playing with the Casa Floor guys. They're so awesome. They, they have Yolo County, guys are great. thousands of plants, Mendocino County. They got, you know, acres and thousands of plants, and they also share a passion for seed and breeding and, uh, so, you know, every year we're down there, we have these pheno hunts. We kind of 
I feel like pioneered the massive pheno hunt concept in 2017, 18 when we did the when we did the uh, phenotype mega hunt, we called it. And it was basically, we looked at 10,000 plants grown from our seeds. Um, we had, you know, a farm had 2,000, another farm had 3,000. So we basically had four, four or five farms that were major participants. And we, my daughter actually, <laughs> this is like one of the most amazing things that she's done. And, and most tedious. She's done a many amazing things, actually. She's done. Yeah, I won't get into it. But yeah, I did take about I think fifteen thousand clones that year because you know I, I you take doubles on some, especially if it's one that you have a really good feeling about. And yeah. you know there are ways to kind of get the vibe of a plant like before it's in flower. Of course, you can tell if something's mutating and has terrible structure. And you can always, you know, rub the stalk and sniff it. And so, you know, I'd go through and do that and try to do a, a little bit of a process of elimination in the veg stage. But, you know, then next thing you know, we have to keep them alive, too, is the hard right, part. Yeah, so yeah. It's like taking them easy, but then keeping them alive. It was pretty crazy <laughs> keeping those all alive, taking all the clones. And then at the end of the day, like, I think we kept, you know, maybe 25 of them. Wow. Like that. That and many? So uh, 2,000 down to 25. No, 10,000. 10,000 and you only kept 25? That's yeah, a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was, it was pretty hilarious for me after, like, months of dealing with these things to go in and just, like, snap the necks of, like, you know, <laughs> like 9,000 clones all in one go. Yeah. No, I mean, we Rolling did we compost. had the doubles, so it was more like, yeah, we were just getting rid of all of the wow. extras there. Wow. That's you know, we do that every year still, so I'm used to it now, but it's not quite that big of a scale. Is there more women involved doing this? I mean, your father brings you into this. I'm sure you have to be a pioneer out there as, you know, a second generation from your dad and being a 23-year-old, young, yeah. beautiful woman up there going, are you just this woman that everyone's going, hey, hey, teach us, teach us? <laughs> I mean, I definitely think that it does bring like a bit more attention like being a woman in the industry but at the same time for me at least growing up in Humboldt like there's always been female leaders and female pioneers in the industry I mean my school teacher growing up uh, she grew our company's seeds every year and she you know she would come pick out her plants from my dad every season and I loved her to death and so That's for great. me I was always surrounded by like an amazing community of women that love cannabis and cultivate it mostly for plant medicine to be honest it, like at the end of the day there's nothing better for your cramps than smoking a doobie so yeah. it you know it definitely was like inspiring for me to have that surrounding i know that in the industry it, it's like a, you know it's definitely a little tough there's some you know misogyny and some like stigmas around the female role but at the same time there's a lot of people who like really respect that you know women belong here with this plant sure. like we're cultivating a female plant we're selecting for this there is know, that this female yeah. line every time and so you know we have this connection, connection automatically and at the end of the day like you know ladies ladies belong in the garden we grow the best wheat i think <laughs> well it, you know there's a lot of women that do gardening that's for sure yeah, you know and, and if you think about it you know nationwide or you know globally i'm sure um you know so <coughs> what's she's a natural though i'll just i i gotta interject that that she picked up on the science behind it really like just doing those cuttings you know it's 
I think she saw one year where I fucked up and I, you know, wasn't positive that the clone was the correlation to the plant that was the, my favorite plant of the year. So, of course, you know, that's the whole point of pheno hunting. You keep this clone so you've got it in veg. When you see that one out of a thousand or one out of ten thousand, you're like, that's all right, one. this is, you know, code number yeah. 131 CF blah 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 and then you go and you find that in the tray and you're like there it is and you got to be sure and, and there was one year where I I screwed myself I wasn't sure and we ended up having to go I spent a couple grand doing DNA tests to f- make sure that it was the same one so like right. you know took got the DNA of this one and this one and this one in the tray and I knew the DNA of the one that was fucking beautiful in the field so you got to yeah. How cheap. many how many different companies do you guys service right now? That's a really hard question. I can't even name every state we have a branch in right now <laughs> off the top of I my mean, head. You guys have, have thousands so, of plants uh, growing everywhere, right? We've we've really hundreds, I mean hundreds of thousands, yeah, millions of them. Millions. For us to take the time to go and collect phenos, it honestly is it, it has to be a kind of a special situation. They have yeah. to cultivate it in a mannerism that goes along with you know what we like to see and what's going to present the quality that we're looking for like you know there's a lot of factors that go into it. he named casa flores somebody that we've really enjoyed pheno hunting with lately and you and know they, they're they just really passionate <laughs> yeah. about that's why he likes them the they tacos like the ta- they, feed they you do well. they feed us i mean they're they're hilarious they feed us they're an amazing super super loving fun family but also they grow the most beautiful like uniform rows of these huge plants and so we get to go through there and it's like you know for us to do the videography and bring a crew down and show all those off and you know have people come select with us because we like to make it a trip it's like we give you guys little slices of video yeah please Please. i can't wait to see i love it that would be good Everybody. Uh, I want to come down there and walk through it with our yeah. camera crews and take all our cameras out there. <laughs> honestly, I mean, honestly, the voiceover part right here. Blindfold us. Okay, you're invited. Well, that was the, the owner's me- mom. Uh, she is like the coolest lady ever, and yeah. they came here from Mexico. I don't remember what year it was. A hundred years ago. Hundred years ago, in a wagon, and they they brought the seeds that they had, the cannabis seeds at the time. Wow. No way. From cool the Mexico to Sacramento. And, uh, you know, they, so they have like super ingrained knowledge. She's, yeah. she's, <laughs> she's like, my grandma used this stri- as a poultice. And that was pretty much yeah. like what it was. And, and, you know, if you go down to Mexico, you see a lot of that. Cause it's well, like, a, it was a really it. common thing to like use. Oh, we used to put it in the alcohol. I didn't realize it until I got older that my mom would get cannabis and put it literally in our rubbing alcohol, and we were using CBD before it was known as CBD. Yeah. Before I knew knew about Humble or Northern California, I I knew about, you know, weed coming into the harbor (laughs) and my friends pulling it in, and at night they'd be out there, you know, running boats from Catalina into, you know, Pedro or Long Beach or wherever, and literally backing up trucks and loading stuff up and it's just like and and a lot of them actually went went to prison for it you know and and some of them just recently surfaced out i mean like like and i and i always tell people i was like don't forget like you know mexico mexico like straight fucking putting weed on the map dude like in in a major way like a lot of people i would agree with that one too 
Humboldt, yeah, Mexico. Dude, all like, the, yeah, dude, I've I've walked in my 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 dad's you know house you know when I was young and 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 been like just seen you know bricks everywhere, dude. You know what I mean? And just going, oh yeah, this is you know this is it, you know. And, and that was his. And that wasn't all for the poultice. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was definitely not. No, he, he had no care about that. <laughs> yeah, no, pops just loved to. Love, he and he loved. He wouldn't even like the better the like the, the better stuff because he'd get them too high. He'd just be like, I just want the, my regular stuff just here. Just let me, you know, roll That's his regular joints. Say, yeah, really? Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I don't want to smoke good outdoor weed is perfect, every day dude. all morning. You know? you know, I'm like, I, I like just, I like to smoke. Yeah. And so if I'm going to have my lunchtime joint, like, it's got to be something kind of chill. Yeah. you know, next thing you know, like, our accountant calls us and starts yelling at me, and I'm, like, <laughs> sitting there just, like, frozen, super stoned. So <laughs> like it, we, you got to kind of, like, it's as much as, you know, it's like I have to smoke to do the my DC job. Sometimes, show like, yeah. I can smoke too much and do I was stoned that day for sure. <laughs> no, I liked cry. it. I liked it. I liked it. it I did. liked it. I mean, every day that's what I smoked. I smoked just like you know weed that was coming straight from Mexico, you know, or AZs or whatever they want to call it, you know. But it was just like, you know, that that was what I grew up on, and I and I preferred. I I still would probably prefer smoking. It's just not around it to me as much anymore. Yeah. But like when when the guys from the Outdoor Boys that came, Alex was was his name. Alex, was that his name? Oh, um. Uh, Johnny and uh, and Jason. They had some like some yeah yeah they had some like cool you know some cool um, outdoor weed and I was just like boom and I, I remember smoking that I was like this is because it's not it wasn't like you know I, I didn't smoke it be like you know what's yeah. going on dude like some yeah. of this shit just gets you so freaking high I'm yeah, like I'm like cool you know I don't want to get that high. I don't need to be suited yeah, <laughs> suited. Like, <laughs> and stuff. So I should love that good skunk weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just some oh, regular. I mean, outdoor yeah. has it, it'll it fucking get, get you ripped. though. It oh, can get yeah. you super ripped too. So super. it's kind of like all about the turpin interaction and the, you know, there's so much to it. I mean, it's even just down to like, you know, how it affects you it might not affect you. Totally affect me differently. Hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah. Let me, let me ask you: Is this what's the f- the favorite strain you guys have ever had and grown? When we come back, it's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Turn your typical into something special when it comes to infused products. The flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience. Visit the website at LorraineOils.com. Blue, you hit him with a wowzer, a nice little teaser. Haley was sitting there going, ooh, what is it that you like growing? And what is it that tastes so great? Favorite, favorite I all mean, time. I think for me right now, I would have to say the, the Jelly Donut strain, which is a new release for us. I, I mean, I rarely switch to a new strain right away, but that one really, it was, it was special for me because, you know, I, it was a clone that I took myself and, you know, we went back and when we selected it, I immediately was like, I'm in love with this plant, you know, we all loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and then, you know, watching the process and getting to help with the first initial backdrops that we did on it too, it, you know, it really made me kind of fall in love with the plant a little bit more. Now that it's out and I get to like smoke it, people are starting to really bring me samples. It's like you know, it's kind of all that I've all that I've been really wanting these days. That's yeah. got to be cool so, to get a sample of the so. seeds that you guys are producing. That's got to be something interesting right there. Because I mean, think about that, Blue. If we produce a seed, someone's out there growing it, and they're like, "Hey, dude, thanks." They got to be so appreciative towards you guys, right? Yes. Well, it changes yeah. people's lives. Like how many, dude, believe it or not? Yeah. On any money. given year, I mean, shit. There's got to be at least. A million humble seed company plants growing in if, the world. If people are popping their seeds, then yeah. If they're all, that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and the crazy thing is, is that we're still like having, you know, the normal financial problems that the rest it's, of the world it's all just kind of like, you know, the whole way that the licensing and everything is rolled out. It's just, you know, it's a different, uh, animal type different animal yeah. it's super what do you mean by that like because as you say that then you're saying this somebody might think oh you guys are just killing it then but yeah. you're like saying it's not that what it seems well i kind of want to remind people that it's like it's a job not, it's for a one thing job. it's not easy because we put a ton of effort into it like what she just said about that strain is just that's what we're doing with all of them every single one but like <laughs> you know she she did she you took the JR-17, which came off of our farm, and then the CF-40. She pretty much is, like, constantly out there in the fall taking all the cuts to make sure we preserve every single thing we can in case one of them is what we call a unicorn or yeah. fucking amazing strain. You got to do it. Like, you that first one we did in 2018, the 10,000 plants, we invited – we got to do it again, but we invited yeah. press, we invited, you know – TV, we invited uh, blood tenders, 
and <laughs> next next we're gonna have right. cannabis 101 yeah. but we, we had this crew of like 30 people going around and we didn't get to look at all 10,000 but we looked at like 6,000 plants that weekend with notebooks and walking through the fields um, you know just kind of landing on a couple and and when one spoke to all 30 people that was like boom that's, that's the one that's sure. a keeper you know well, and that's that's 30 professional eyeballs right and yeah, yeah we you try, know people we, there you know, even we when even you, brought Don Carlos the famous <laughs> reggae yeah yeah <laughs> we know Don yeah, <laughs> yeah Don's he's, been the on, man. he's been on the show um, you know when when um your, your daughter, you know, uh, Hallie, you know, she, she talks about the plant, you know, you know, that you, you know, you know your shit, you know, it's like, you know, you, you don't just c come in there and she's like, well, I could, you know, look at it, touch it, smell it, feel it and know that it's something, you know, that's a, it's a trained professional, right? And, and <clears throat> there was a time where I felt like I knew everything about it, you know, and, and I, <clears throat> I, I didn't want to be in the in the grows because I was doing indoor, right? I didn't have anything out there, and I just felt like I was in a box all day, and I was just like, "This is crazy." If I was outdoor, probably be a whole different ball game because it's beautiful outside, you know. But it, but it's still you got to have that knack for it, that knack for it, you know. Yeah. You got to be willing. You got to be a gardener. You got to be willing. To I be mean, a you know what I mean? My, Literally, and my brother's doing it. Man, my brother's got a, a, a three facilities in Arizona, you know, and and he loves it. You know, it's just his thing, and I'm more of the. You know, the brother is like, let's go, you know. Let me give you my card. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll link you guys up, no doubt, you know. But that and that's that's what we do, right? We're, you know, especially you guys got a lot of roots in the industry, and I, I, I love that. You know, I love people that are really about this life. Now, and, and I'm not mad at the people that are coming into it, you know, because I, I, f I feel like it helps all of us, you know, and it gives it. But it is difficult, and I think what just alluding back to what we were talking about is, is that, you know, it's not all – you know, you know, gravy, you know what I mean? This is a real life production. So. It's, it's a, you know, it's your gardening, dude, you're creating a product and you're sustaining your family and you got to pay bills and, and, and the price of cannabis is, is went down lower than it's ever been. And, you know, you've got to create new ideas, new thoughts. And the market has people throwing all this money at it to brand and call themselves cookies or whatever. And, you know, and quite frankly, you know, it's just like, well, what is cookies? It's, is it a, are they really farmers? No, they're just, they're just finding out. They're marketers. Fine. They're good marketing. They're <laughs> marketing it's guys. You know? Yeah, it's really hype. Hold on a second. But, not, but not to disrespect I got them. respect for Burner. <laughs> no, we love and I got Burner. respect for anybody who's hustling right now. No, no, and we it's love them. All hype bullshit or anything like that. But at the end of the day, like you, you get out what you put in. I think for real, and yeah. I think that like what you're saying is is and it's this is I think where my sentiment was, where you kind of heard me being like, it's not like we're like you you have to reinvest and you have to put your freaking heart and soul in it, or you're not gonna yeah shine. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, you know, I mean, I it's a different kind of a way but like you know someone like burner put his heart and soul into marketing his fucking rapping and and weed is, is another passion and, and it came together really well and yeah, like it made you know sense. i have put my heart and soul into cannabis and science and and you know partly the passion of humble and where it was and being a dad and you know i'm blessed to have this person in my life that is uh, enjoys that as well and is you know she's got a totally different spin on it a lot of the time too which is is amazing yeah. and and a blessing because you know 
I, I, You'd be giving it away for a six-pack of beer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to still be giving it away. She's like, I, I need new shoes, Dad. I need a pedicure <laughs> and a mani-pedi. No, that's no. And, but, but But I got to say, from what I've heard, you guys, too, are in the rap game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the Burner game. and then there's Dad. Oh. I mean, He's gotta get. He's gonna I mean, can, can we hear these two Bay Area legendary rappers? I mean, I would love Wait, to hear something said, you ready. guys have put together. She's like, I'm ready. I'm uh, ready off ready. mic, you guys were talking about a rap that your dad did for the family back in the East Coast. Yeah, he, well, we, he did it for for Grandma and Grandpa back in the day. And I didn't uh, write it for Grandma. And no, grandma. he didn't write it for them, <laughs> yeah, but he performed yeah. it for them, and I think it was, it was the moment a, that they really it it hit them. They were like. Oh man, he's he's never leaving this. Industry. Yeah, this is it. He's <laughs> it. like, he's, he's like, deep. he wrote a song, <laughs> a rap song. <laughs> what was the name of the song? He's weed for life. Uh, you know, we never the name. Smoking more weed. It was kind of like the two fifteen song. We yeah. called it pretty much. You know, Proposition two fifteen. And it, and Hallie and I had a a song that we performed a lot of places. That was um, a song about the whole other thing that I've you know the salmon love of you know like rivers and salmon and stuff and right now there's the world's largest restoration project on a river is happening in Humboldt well the river is bigger than just Humboldt but it goes right through Humboldt it's called the Klamath River and um, literally biggest project in the world we're tearing down all these old dams that are kind of you know worthless but they really screw with salmon and so that's been a big thing and and we had a rap for that too but then um this this weed rap was also one well can we hear it <laughs> we could try it let's give it a shot remember right. it all. <laughs> are you gonna drop a beat here we go you ready oh. <laughs> is it a fast rap is it a slow rap you want I'll, me to go i'll do i'll do the hook real quick I got, I got give me the hook two, real quick i got my 215 if you know what i mean okay Got my 215 if you know what I mean. All right, no, no, no. We got to slow it down. <laughs> okay, see, that's right. Okay, yeah. That's why I was like, where's that's the beat go? Acapella. Go ahead. Go go acapella. give me an acapella then. You guys, you guys come in. Or, uh, all right, ready? I got my 215 if you know what I mean. Well, I'm growing more weed than you, you ever seen. seen. These cops can't say shit because my script's legit. So I light up my pipe and I'll take a big hit. I light up my bong and take a big hit. I light up my joint and I'll take a big hit. The cops can't say shit because my script's legit. I light up my pipe and I'll take a big hit. I got my slip from the doctor to keep the coppers away. They roll in helicopters, now they don't play. But if they show up, nah, they can't stay. I got my 250. And this is North Calais. Now, when they're rolling out, said I hear one say, Man, it must be smoking like two pounds a day. You know, the more I smoke, the healthier I stay. So get in your helicopter and just fly away. Yeah! Humble finest! Burner, I think you got a new artist or two to sign. That's it, man. Nah. No, and I mean, honestly, the, the hype comment, it really didn't pertain to even, like, cookies or burner or just them as a whole. It's this industry yeah. in general. No, we know. And to yeah. be honest, like, you can't, you know, you can't blame these people for chasing the funds. Like, yeah. the, you know, oh, they yeah. know That's what's what we all do. paid, and they're out there doing it. And, like, I respect that, absolutely. But at the same time, it's, it's, you know, it's almost more so that I'm, like, more disappointed in the consumers overall than I am anyone else. I'm like, come on, you guys. Like, 
have you not realized that some of the weed you're smoking is just complete poof? Well, and what yeah. I try to remind people, the too, poofies. is that, like, <laughs> right now, we're, this whole industry is so in its infancy that, like, people also are just trying to get some their hands on some weed. And, like, if, if weed, a brand yeah. gets a bunch of money thrown at it and it can manage to get the weed out there to the people that, that want it, yeah, it's not going to be like the most fucking cared after and loved and unique shit ever necessarily, but it's there and they and and so our people can, you know, people that want to smoke weed can smoke weed, people that want medicine that weed is can have that too. And that's kind of what I we I don't know. I don't you don't buy your freaking vegetables at Safeway anymore. I don't, but yeah. it took a long <laughs> time. Do things like it, that, it took so. a long time for the for Safeway and Whole Foods or what, like for that difference to show up. You know what I mean? And and I think it's still young. Right, but I'm just wondering, you know, how how are we seeing all these people out here, like these young people who are really just chasing hype in this industry and you know not asking these questions when you know they're going into whole foods and causing a fuss about you know every detail of ingredient in their granola yeah but then again they're going home and they're smoking weed every single day that probably was covered in pm super chemical or whatever it's It's true and so it's like to me i am like starting to really wonder like why aren't we asking these questions and like what's going on with these consumers that are just like blindly walking into the shops and being like i'll take whatever's on the top shelf with the fancy logo like i don't care you know i'm i we need to do better. It's really, it's disappointing. <laughs> well, no, here's, here's what I think too is, is I think coming from your eyes, it makes more sense to do that. Right. But coming from their eyes, unfortunately, they just don't know enough to be dangerous like yeah. that. Yeah. Like you're dangerous when, when it comes to this industry, you know what I mean? Like, you know, too much. Like, so you're not like, you're like, no way I'll put that in my, yeah. in my body, dude. Like, there's no way I'm going to just get it from any geek off the street. You know, there's no way where you, you, you know, because you know enough. Right. But then you got the, you know, skip over here in, that lives in, you know, Huntington Beach that really never grown a plant in his life. Doesn't really give a shit. He just pulls his board out and just like, yo, let's whatever. It, there's you know? there's a crown on there. I love it. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's the, the best. Dope, you know, or, so or like I can get it delivered here in 20 minutes. And yeah. like I just and had it's a convenient. long ass day. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking holding that's the flag so on Highway 101, and I want to just fucking dude, Netflix, that's it, yeah. dude. get home and or, Netflix or and whatever the cheapest or one, whatever the cheapest thing you got, what would you got? Because you don't have the dough, or yeah. or it's right. like, hey, what's the most expensive one? Because that makes me the shit, you know. Yeah. It's all those mindsets that you that you probably weren't raised in, you know. And I understand that too because there was a point for me like where you know, it, for me it was like. I went from like, okay, I, I knew my morals, right? Like we talked about this. There's only We only sell weed. Like there's nothing else. You know, there's no, don't ever, you know, we don't need to get involved in anything else. It's okay to see it around. You're going to see it, but you don't get involved in it, right? Yeah. Then it was like, okay, cool. Then, But then it was like, all, for me, it turned into, oh, this is all about money, right? Yeah. And it got really bad for me, really bad. Like yeah. to the point where I was like, you know, I had to have the 7 Series BMW. I had to have this. I had to have everything was like about, you know, I got money. Then I start realizing, like, dude, this, you know, and this is watching my father die and going through cancer and realizing that he's like, dude, this is our, you know, our legacy. This is about this. And I was just young, you know, so my mind went into, you know, grow, I'm growing up now and I'm like, okay, maybe I should stop the, 
the the chase for for money and, and really help people out right that this plant's really to help people with you know cancer this plant really does and i've known it the whole time but but because i knew so much i can get in there and get out with weed and i, I knew how to deal it and make it yeah. and grow it i could do it all uh it came to a point where it's like you know it, it really became about just helping more people and and that's when, you know, even more of an abundance came, right? You yeah. start realizing like, oh gosh, but then you had to be careful in that realm because sometimes you, you start giving out too much and then you're you're starting to be like, damn, why am I doing okay? Yeah. Because you're doing too much to help people, yeah. you know? So I think there's, there, like I said, you just know so much, you know, and, and you have this ability to, like, you know a plant, you love plants. You, you could know? be a snob about it. You, you, yeah, <laughs> but, but you look, but when I look at you, I think, oh, she's a Beverly Hills girl. You know what That's I mean? Like, funny. You You're can, right. You got that that cool. You know, it's, like that. It's that. all genetics. It's like all I got yeah. the genetics. You would never know it from looking at me, but uh, yeah. Apparently, I make cute girls because my youngest is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> she's like my mini me. So. But that That's doesn't cool. matter. It's it's and That's and you know cool. what I realized too, with Hallie and and I didn't mean to give you a hard time, but like when her in humble like the. Her, her kind of age group is they I, I see some of this like because i i think that they had this they grew up and they were like oh my god there's this industry that's going legal and and like we live in the freaking mecca of it and this is like the heart of it and like some ogs like you know her Our dad pops, yeah. and like you know you guys are like we've had our time but i think a lot of the young kids are like this opportunity is kind of just getting totally taken in a way and so i do feel like for that age group in place like humble because they're you know probably wanted to have like the the chance to do that hustle and i know that it's going to come back around of again course it will. because yeah. like what now is like the hardest freaking time because like it's not we saw what happened with like good beer eventually it had its day it's having its day still and like all these niche things are coming back but shit, there was a long time where like nobody, you know, there was nothing but Budweiser and stuff like that. And cannabis is going to happen a lot faster. It's not going to be 50 yeah. years of Anheuser Bush being the, the only, only thing. One. Cannabis is going to come much quicker. But the differentiation is not hap happening now, and there's not education. And and it does it takes away from opportunity of like, you know, someone who's in their 20s and yeah, oh, it's well, entrepreneurial, you know what well, I mean? Like, well, right like, now, I, I think it's a small period of time now. I think, you know, right now, but it's, because like we had a good run, right? We got to look at, like, the times where we all had, like, that run of just all, ultimately we had, you know. Real high pounds that you're able to make some big money be, on. Be, before, <laughs> you have to say, even, like, before the legalization. And then it was like, okay, 215, you know, probably just two doing business as a mutual benefit organization or whatever. Yeah. Then coming out of that and going into the legalization, which, we, you know, everybody was like, it's a ploy to get us all out. You know what I mean? Like, we all felt that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, remember that? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I had this story, and I was like, no, I'm going to come out, and they're, you know, they're going to just take me to prison, dude. They're just <laughs> trying to weed us all out, bring us all out. And then, and then I look at it, it's like it's almost the perfect, you know, storm, right? Like, 
to get all of our money back. They, they get us all to, to reinvest into the legal side, dump a bunch of money into that, and then they're taxing the shit out of us, and they're just making all the money back from us from when we had it from yeah. back then. Yeah. I almost feel like it was the perfect they, – they, 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 they outsmarted us, you know. That's, I mean, it's kind of how that's it ended up. What just, that's what just happened, like, you know. We just it, got outsmarted. And I honestly, I think that for me at least personally, like I can't say the, the same for my peers, but like for me it's way less about feeling like I may have missed an opportunity personally and like more so about all of these people that have like really kind of Lived created it. this culture and yeah, are the pioneers yeah. of the culture and watching these people that inspired me to get into this industry in the first place and continue doing what I do. I mean, of course I still have my dad here, but he was one of many that you know yeah. were inspirations to me and were wonderful people with great morals and supported and kept our entire community alive and now you you know you see like after the industry took this huge shift our local businesses are really fucking showing it yeah. like and it, and it happened immediately it wasn't like a was slow trickle down no like everyone it, is getting weird people are freaking robbing their neighbors it's yeah, like yeah. you know it's, it's it's a weird time getting out fucked, there yeah. and it's for me it just feels like you know we kind of got screwed we kind of got robbed they yeah. they ripped that last chunk from all of these people's pockets and kind of bled them dry and now they're just like mm. Well, and made everybody feel like <laughs> cannabis is legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, well, let me say this. Like, took all their yeah. innovation. Be very we were like a right. hub of innovation, you know? Like, oh, they exactly. took everybody's Seedless idea. weed, you know? Yeah. That was a great idea. I wonder where that came from. Yeah. You know? well, and, and they are Rosin, freaking, none of that. Yeah. To me, what is the culture of cannabis? To me, the culture isn't like all of the stuff that you see these days, like the, like, you know, the fake gangsters and the fancy packaging. To me, the cannabis culture is like this community that stood up for what we believed in and we're like we're gonna continue to do this even if you tell us it's wrong we're gonna fight the fight and we're gonna take care of ourselves even if you fucking come chop my plants down every year we're yeah, still we're gonna still go gonna back out it. there yeah and like you know i've said it many times but you know they paid for my field trips like you know yeah. <laughs> they paid for they paid for all of the local nonprofits, like yeah. the growers and the people who the community were doing yeah. cannabis back yeah. in the day. They, they gave back to the, you were paying taxes. They, <laughs> and they like, just take care of your whole, off the Sacramento. They were taking care of your city. Now your, that it's your all town, going you know. to, you know, it's going to the state. And it's like, okay, we're not seeing a just, dime ju of it just, at the just end of the day. <laughs> remember this. So I, I really want to share this to you guys. Cause I, I think it's important to say, um, it will be back. Yeah. It, it will be back in tenfold. You, you just have to continue the, the, the vision right mm -hmm. and and know that it's there because you know i i, I mean we're, we're feeling it too is you, you know that we, we want to work with people and they're just like well dude we can't you know afford to do this or do that and we're just like okay well we're just going to keep pushing you know but 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 you have to remember you guys like this is not it, it it's every year can't be a good year and and so for the next couple of years it might be slow um but i i could assure you that it'll be back Especially for you, right? It'll be back for you and the and the local farmers, dude. And it's like, how do you make it? You just do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to do it because, I I promise you, no matter what, if you if you're you follow the path, you you'll be fine. If you go off the path, you're gonna crash. So stay on the path, right? You know, you ask any good race car driver, ask anybody that was drunk driving. Hey, what what, what was the last that when they crashed? What was the last thing you seen? Well, I seen the pole. Well, you're fucking looking at the pole. <laughs> Guaranteed. They, were, they looked at the pole and boom, that was the last thing they saw. 
but you stay on the path, you'll be fine. Right. You know, and, and it, sometimes the path isn't moving as fast and it's difficult, but but I can assure you, stay on the freaking path, dude. You, you, you're going to be okay. That's Absolutely. some sage. That's some sage knowledge right there. It's wise words. Real, real, real shit, dude. It's, it's, it's going to happen, yes. you guys. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I think I think I've always kind of had that feeling and you know i i would be more than thrilled to spend my entire life working with humble seat company well you will we didn't just we didn't take you know we didn't we didn't take huge investment we we didn't take any investment actually and a lot of the other businesses around us are somewhat mom and poppy like even you know jason the emerald cup cereal wins every goddamn other year it seems like um like that's all bootstrap and and johnny huckleberry like and and i'm naming like some of these more high profile ones but there's so many of them and so many of them are bootstrap and that's a beautiful thing too because just and that's that path that you 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 guys got to stay on the path and 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 all of them out there and and even the bigger guys because listen the, those big operators right now, they're freaking hurting, dude. Everybody. They Everybody. might not yeah, be showing the it. They might not be showing it, but they're hurting, like, for certain right now. And I know because I deal with a lot of them. I see sure. them. And they're just like, dude, our numbers are down 60% right now. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, you know, and I'm and I'm like, so are ours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody's <laughs> like, woof, you know. Um, but, but again, like, what the one thing that I know is, is two things is, is stay on the path and then con- con- const- constantly watch your language. Because your language will drive you right into looking off the path, right? And so, because mm-hmm. your language is, is you're, you're, you're tying down, right? You're tying down. And I say that because, you know, we're, we're um, you know, broadcasters, programmers, if you will, right? We program people to, to think in a certain way, to hear certain things, right? And you can look at it as evil or, or, as, or as, 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 you know, helpful, um, because some people use it for the wrong things, you know, um, maybe, uh, you know, the best song of your life talks about sex, drugs and rock and roll, but you love the song, you know, and you didn't, maybe you took it as uh, that this song is inspiring to me. Someone else took it as, man, I need to do some drugs, have some sex and you know, play some rock and roll. <laughs> Isn't that inspiring? It, yeah. But, yeah but, you know, you know what I mean? So only but, on the weekend, but oh, it's, okay. yeah. but it's so, so your language, I just say that and your path. And, and just remember, like, the language will sometimes take you off the path, but if your language is always aiming at staying on the path, it'll come back around. And, and, and I, I feel that way about everything, yeah. and um, not everybody's, uh, you know, here to be at the end of the tunnel with you. you I know agree, what I mean? and I'm, no. I've always been a fan of the be the change you want to see mentality, and yeah. so, I'm, I mean, I'm not planning on going anywhere, but I'm definitely going to make my opinions known. Yeah. Well, I'm here. And, and <laughs> I hope you do because you're a strong woman and everything you've said so far is awesome. And uh, watching your guys' family dynamic is uh, it's beautiful. It's be- really beautiful. I love it. And all the yeah. people that we come and have come on the show, we like to do the high five with you guys as we're a little into this show right now. I want to ask you guys five simple questions. We'll start with you, young lady. You'll answer the question. Then Pops, you'll answer it right after that. Question number one is how old were you the first time you smoked cannabis and where'd you get it from? Yeah, just yeah. tell the truth. <laughs> I'll start. Mine was worse, probably, than yours. Maybe not. I was 12 years old, and I got it from um, this kid that I looked up to because he had built the best skateboard ramp. And I, Andy Robinson was down the road. Shout out, and, Andy. Uh, Shout out, Andy. Andy Robinson. Andy. <laughs> Little bad dude. He had some, I, I can't say that it was like, fire or anything like that it was brick and it had seeds and stems but it was my first weed yeah. and it was that yeah. that's what i grew I'm, up on i'm still on that I'm still, yeah I what see about some, you 
Um, I think I was 13, maybe 14, maybe maybe younger than that, honestly. Yeah, but I mean, it was definitely my dad's week. <laughs> 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 that guy, leave God, it to dad. You know what's funny is mine wasn't my, my dad's. Protective was, services. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had so much. I mean, he probably didn't miss that nug, right? No, no. Uh-huh. It was my I older mean, brother and I was six. the first week so. she ever oh, sold shit, was yeah. her dad's, too. If we're, if, we're just, <laughs> if we're calling him out and just being all out there right now, I'm going to be honest. One time he ran at a drying space and I fully had a dry line snap above my bed before school one night. <laughs> Love it. Hey, you got to dry it out sometimes. Waking up covered Dave, in colas. It's a vegetable. I was like, you wake up to the school dry. smelling just like weed like everybody did. Drying yeah. weed, it doesn't, it doesn't weigh for nobody. So you got to get it when it gets good. Yeah. And, yeah. He's like, I'm sorry it rained, honey. Your bedroom's mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it rained last Saturday. <laughs> Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Question number two of the high five. What is your favorite way to use or smoke cannabis? Mm, I would say overall, I'd still just prefer joints. So yeah. I'm always a pinners, kind of I'm a gal. Say, Give me a pinner. <laughs> yeah, we're going to seem so boring and old school, but I definitely got to say joints. So. Me mean, too. Nothing wrong like with that. That's my favorite, too. I do like. have my little puff coat, and I love that. We're all really joints right here, too. Bed. Don't feel bad. We're oh, all yeah. joints. <laughs> I mean, I grew up with blunts, and, yeah. and I like yeah. blunts, but like now with all the tasty, tasty different things that we got, it's they like... Why ruin blunts? it with the blunts? Joints yeah. are just what's up. Just you know? put it in a paper yeah, and taste it and hit it. What's the craziest place you ever smoked cannabis? Craziest place I ever smoked cannabis? See, I feel like I'm incriminating myself a lot answering these questions. Though, honestly, worry, I'm gonna have to say now. though on like an airplane that was not legal. <laughs> We've heard the airplane. We've heard Shanghai. We've oh, heard the them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, Bob? I'm a fan of smoking on the plane. So when I uh, that park that was, you know, north of like Philly when I lived in that area had uh, George Washington's house that he lived in for a while, wow. and we fucking snuck in broke in whatever you want to call it one night and and, and yeah and yeah. burned a big fat joint in <laughs> he George grew cannabis didn't he i mean that's what they yeah. said i was he was a man so that's cool that's question number four of the high five what is your go-to munchie after you get high pickles <laughs> pickles anything pickled i'm i'm a big fan not a sweets kind of a girl i like pickles I like pickles. I, I got pickle back. I'll give you, you a nickel a for back? a pickle. The, the, for the shot? No. But oh, you didn't take a shot. I should take one. Oh, we took a pickle back. What's your go-to munchies? Pickle back. Yeah, just got take it. the shot. The pickle back shot. Unfortunately, it's, it's freaking everything that's there. That's me too. I'm, I'm right? <laughs> You're like, whatever is in the pantry, whatever is in the bag. <laughs> they call it, my wife says I'm like a raccoon at night. A raccoon? I've always been like a sleepwalker. And like he goes in there and just he, starts. He crying. genuinely sleepwalks. I, I like don't eat that much. <laughs> it's kind of scary. I, I, I'm busy all day. Too. I'm working. I'm moving That's around. Crazy. I'm doing stuff. And but at night, unfortunately, I just like zombify. And it's a workout. If, it's a grab and snack. <laughs> some weird stuff. If I know, ate some like edibles or something. A bunch of Ritz crackers and peanut butter, and I'm like, oh, wonderful. Okay, was like that. Hey, that's protein. Stuff like that. Charge it to protein right there. I'll Here's ch- question number five of the high night, five. She Wait. makes the, the 
jalapeno. Do you ever have the jalapeno jelly stuff? It's oh, so I love it on some brie so cheese too. So we, we jalapeno. And she makes it. She's got so make my good. Jalapeno. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys a few yeah, jars. Oh no way! Please. please. And we'll if send you, you do, hot sauce too. Oh, oh my no. gosh! Don't you know say I got it. Don't, my don't, don't, I'm gonna send you my gourmet ganja on the way out of here. But when you said Ritz crackers, I got I you know I got in big trouble the other night because I was like polished one of those little jars of jelly in the middle of the night. Jalapeno jelly with a rich cracker. So nice. Maybe that's so my favorite. So sleepwalking real quick, though. I'll tell you a fun <laughs> story about me. I, I didn't know I sleptwalked, but I, until you know, you know, you don't know until you someone's know, like, please. yo, wake you up in the middle of the street, and you're like, holy shit, I'm in my underwear. So <laughs> I, I was literally outside in the middle of the street in my underwear, oh, right? And my mom's like, babe, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, 16, 15, I don't even remember how old I was. And she's like, babe, what are you doing like that? Chris, and I was, and then finally she comes up because I didn't wake up even hearing her yell. But I, in my dream, I I remember her yelling at me, and I was like trying to you know listen to her or whatever. And then until she touched me, and then I woke up, and then she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Huh?" And I'm like, and I'm realizing I'm in the freaking middle of the street right now, dude. Oh, like geez. I was all the way out in the house in the middle of the street, dude, in my undies. Just going no to school, huh? On, no shirt on. Going no, to school. No shirt on, no shoes, no, no. <laughs> you know, he has a very just similar underwear, one. and that's it, dude. It was but a it, uh, it was a hotel lobby for him. Nice. I was only like 14. That's, that's nice. He was also was in his undies. You in, were. That's and, great. I, I mean, maybe I was even younger, because it was before I made the transition <laughs> from fucking tidy whities to... <laughs> Fucking boxers. boxers. <laughs> and so it was the worst. Was the oh like, no, they're you know, stained. Like, back in the back in the nineties, they probably had you know, 80s, He Man 80s, on 90s, it and everything. My, huh? my mom was giving too. me the tidy whities, and I, I, I didn't know any better. I was oh. just like, whatever, you know. I don't know. I'm not talking about this with my mom anyway. Until I don't know, you probably around yourself. ten or twelve. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I need some boxers. Let me get some boxer shorts because this is some weird. hang time. Need some hang time. <laughs> there, there I was sleepwalking in tidy whities in wow. a hotel. I was tidy whities too. Literally, literally, I still have some yeah, on right now. Take a look. Right, look hey, it's okay. Question, yeah. question number five of the high five: If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead <laughs> or alive, who would it be and why? Bob Marley for me. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that one. Sorry, did I take yours? No, no, I gotta think. Bob Marley's a no, good one, I'm though. Gonna say, yeah. I'm going to say Lauren Hill. I think you Ladies and gentlemen, Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. Hey. Yes. <laughs> She's like, where? Where is she? <laughs> Teddy's like, I Teddy goes looking you. for Lauren Hill. My yeah, dog's yeah. just no, running around. I mean, honestly, her music has gotten me through a lot of bad days. And uh, yeah. I definitely. Zion. I oh, that Lauren, album was just, so um, yeah. I love me some Lauren Hill as well. So listen, guys, anything that we forgot that you guys want to talk about or just bring up before we let you guys get on out here? You know, I, I love talking about culture and, like, the history and stuff like that. But, that I mean, we're so every – it's so interesting breeding cannabis. And I really would encourage anybody to try it out and make your own little thing because – there's levels to it. Like what we do is like the most insane, you know, beyond like dog breeding and science <laughs> technology would, yeah. brought in, but you can make your own batch of mutts and like, you might find the most beautiful, wonderful cannabis strain in the world. And that's one of the most beautiful things about it is it's like, 
it's almost like crowdsource the way it's been done. I, I can't, I know for a fact that there's no other plant species in the world that has such a vast community of like amateur interested breeders that communicate with each other. And so there's this like beautiful thing happening now where we're all kind of coming out of the, of hiding and we're able to share science and information. And um, we gain a lot from that as, as a breeding company, because, you know, some amazing strains have came out of people's garages. And I mean, we were breeding in our garages only six, seven years ago. I'm like, fuck, we still got a little thing in the <laughs> yeah. garage. But, but, you know, my point is, is that it's breeding is so fun and we're happy to do it. We're honored and blessed to be able to do that and, and find sustenance for our company and, and in our world and, and stuff. But it's also something that's really fun to do too. And I guarantee you'll still probably, you know, get some want to get some of our like really uniform <laughs> ones that are like always if we say it smells like a blueberry muffin it's it's gonna it's smell like muffin. a blueberry muffin yeah. every single time you grow it and that's like not to talk ourselves up that's like what we're i think known, known for, for is yeah, making seeds that. that like 100 percent you can credible know what it's gonna come out like and yeah. it's it's gonna be like that it's and really what it is yeah it's yeah. not like you get a seed and it's just like oh it's a seed it's and that like, involves really lot like we find these phenos you know they make a million crosses some of them we don't even ever make a strain out of because we didn't find good enough phenos out of it but you know white runts times hella jelly we found a, some and then you know Hallie got the cuts and we saw it and tested it and smoked it in groups of people and said this one is amazing from this farm and this one's amazing then we bring those together and then we start like selfing them which is essentially self-pollination which doesn't happen in nature and cannabis but with some of the modern techniques that we've got these days we can actually do that and then you get what's called homozygosity which means that it's very much more uniform and now you're starting to have like purebred lines which is sort of just the beginning of, you know, say, I like to compare it to dog breeding a lot. It's like in the beginning of, of the dog breeding world, you have German shepherds and poodles and Frenchies and da 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 da. da. And in cannabis, we haven't even really begun that start, yet. We right. haven't even gotten to that yet. We don't have a lines of German shepherds because people haven't Identical. had the time and space to be able to make uniform. Breeds. Breeding lines, and, yeah. and it's also because clones is a shortcut. Yeah, for good reason. We've taken advantage of that because sure. you, you know you can't clone dogs, and you can't clone a lot of other yet. Animals. Well, I don't know. They're starting to like see some yeah. things online that <laughs> look pretty crazy. Yeah. They're, they're start, they're so a lot of other a lot of other creatures, species, whatever organisms you, it's it. That's the basis of all breeding of anything is making pure breeding lines and there's more good reasons to do that than just you know n not having to clone things but like one of them is just that you it's like you can't have a it's not even a science experiment if it's not repeatable and if sure. you don't have something that's like i know german shepherds and or what what was real popular labradoodles right <laughs> obama had and is a purebred <laughs> labrador and a purebred <laughs> poodle and every single time it makes this really awesome uniform litter of puppies called labradoodles and they 
they're good for lots of things. Apparently, they don't give you the allergies and I don't know well, all the things they're good yeah, for. Yeah, but at the end of the day, that's like that's is. that's what he yeah. is, right? Yeah, golden doodle. Yeah, yeah, golden doodle. doodle. So it's a golden retriever and a and a and a poodle. Yeah, yeah, he's a golden. And, and that's a real hybrid. And the uh, only way you make yeah. a real hybrid is is from bro. having purebred lines. Like you can't do it with what we have today with all the mishmash clones and stuff like right. they're, they're no not there's they're not purebred lines purebred lines come from nine generations of selfing is kind of what science says that's a hundred percent purebred line and like if that's a hundred percent 99 percent of the cannabis that's out there the cannabis varieties that are out there are are one percent homozygous or maybe two percent so that's how far we ha would have to go and that's kind of i think one of the awesome frontiers that we're looking forward to as a company is being able to help build those breeding block or uh, building blocks of thoroughbreds thoroughbreds exactly yeah. that's exactly that's amazing right. actually because you know actually just just looking forward to doing that right and 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 I'm sure that's just a huge, like it's a it's a big, you know, goal, right? Yeah. But but at the same time, if you stay on that path, right, yeah. you'll you'll get there. You know, that's it. You just gotta stay focused on the path. And and I think you know because I, I don't think a lot of people even focus on that, nor do they care to, because it's just like, well, let's just get get it out there and do what we have to do. Yeah. And you're you're looking a little deeper, I think. We're still it. trying to figure out what we like as as the conglomerate of cannabis consumers, like. Every year we change our minds, it seems like. So at Humboldt Seed Company, we've, we've kind of just learned that over the last 20 years. So we kind of just keep everything and move it all. And really, you should, like they say yeah, that the, your purebred lines are like the tools in the, your tool shed and for any breeding company. And, and so the more you have, the better craftsman you're going to be. Sure. And so we just kind of keep refining yeah. those and moving them down the line. But yeah, you, it does, it helps create an unbelievable things and be able to repeat them and, and get the same. Well, cause I think what you're looking at and what, you know, when I, when I was coming in, I, I was always say, you know, I, I want to do, this is me growing right in, in, in the beginning with my, my brother and everybody else is like, I want to be able to produce the same exact cannabis, the same every single time. You know, and, and I really believed that we can do it. You know what I mean? It was like exactly, though, like everything down to the to the T. And I still think you can. You know, I think you, you can. If in and out can make the same burger. I mean, I'm not saying the you same exact it. size. That You know, I'm just saying this, like the way it smokes, the way it tastes, the way it looks, you yep. know, and get it down to that and, and actually really be able to deliver a, a product like that. And so many people, I think, have, have done it. Or can can do it, you know, but but it's it's still kind of like is it the same though, you know? Because it's I don't know that it's real. Like like that's it's there, right? And, and and again, like you said earlier, when you smoke it, it does something totally different to me. Yeah. And that's the that's the, the other part of it, you know. Like when I smoke some cannabis, I'm like, dude, this shit made me giggle. I'm laughing all freaking day. And then the other dude's like, fuck. I'm like, dude, or chicks, she's well, sleeping. Yeah, I'm like, it just can't affect everybody the sleeping, same. You know? Nothing does. Yeah, yeah no, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Two or three shots of the same stuff. We, get, we, we all get the same, like, you know, <laughs> we drink 10 shots, we're all going to lay down, you know? But if you. Not necessarily, not the person who could take, you know, 20. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> you're right. So, you guys, did we forget anything else, sir? Everything Wait, good? Yeah. I think so. 
you're right. You can't deny cannabis is a whole different animal. It's not. It's like, a different animal. It ain't fucking something that you can predict or measure every single time. And that's what's beautiful about it because it's kind of this mix of like trying to recreate your mastery. You know, like if, if you had that best bud ever, yeah, you want to like I've had do it, yeah. it again. You know, and, and like, oh, this is it. And then it's like, fuck, do worse than next. Like, and then the next one, you try and put the same strain in there and, the, and you try and do the same thing that you did last time. And it's just like, dude, it's not the same one. And then three harvests later, it comes back. And you're like, what the fuck happened to you the last two harvests, dude? Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a craft. Yeah, it's, it's a craft. The, it's the epitome know, of My thumbs craft. weren't as good as I thought they were, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, hey, that was uh, great. Holly, anything? Pops, anything else? No, this is fun. All right, we had a blast. We'll come back and we'll do a whole nother show. We have yeah, a lot. We have a lot more. Yeah, let's go. I'll, I'll Can't go. wait to be there. I would love. I would love to go. Let's I'd do it. Go. Fino let's hunt. Do it. I would let's love it. it. Sounds like fun. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this: if no one else loves you, we do. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.